blessings, my love. It's your girl, Zane Spirit. Thank you for tuning in to the Living in Spirit podcast. Oh, my gosh. I hope y'all have enjoyed Customer Appreciation Week. (laughs) I'm so, so, so grateful for each and every one of you. So grateful for this year, the progress this year. Grateful for the ancestors. Grateful for my spirit team. Thankful, just grateful, just in that, that gratitude is, is the attitude, and I really live by that, I stand by that, and it shows, it shows, (laughs) I'm just so happy, I'm in a really blessed and beautiful place in my life, and I'm sharing it with so many beautiful people, so definitely grateful for that. Um, this lovely morning, I'm drinking my peppermint tea. <laughs> mm. Drinking some of the peppermint tea this morning. Just got a good stretch in. Just loved on myself tremendously. Okay, shout out to that. <laughs> and I'm also, um, Speaking of things that have been going on recently, such as the Customer Appreciation Week, uh, right before that, we just dropped the photo shoots. (laughs) I uh, have really, really loved the feedback on the photo shoots, the Mozilla, the Keiichi, and Koo photo shoots. Um, I'm looking to uh, do that on a pretty regular basis, and I want to start building up for something else that is going to involve photography and models and things like that so super super excited for the ideas that are brewing up and the just the feedback I'm so happy that you guys like that that y'all were feeling that it was a lot of fun to do (laughs) and if y'all don't know what I'm talking about right now if you go onto the Instagram that's probably the easiest way to see it soul drive global you'll see um some some photo shoots that we did uh, Dre Clever was my photographer. Shout out to her. Y'all can go check out the interview I did with her um, in one of our previous podcast episodes. But she's so amazing. She did a wonderful job with the photography. She's a wonderful artist and creator in general, so I'm super grateful for her as well. Um, yeah, so as I'm sitting here just in gratitude and all of all the changes and the the progress that's being made I'm also reading up if y'all saw the coup the coup photo shoot y'all saw where I was reading the art of war and um I love touching up on this book I love reading into this book occasionally just to give me some perspective okay that perspective change is sometimes needed And sometimes just being able to look at your situation from a different standpoint uh, gives you the the shift that you need in order to make a a change and a decision that could be life-changing for you. And so something that I was reflecting on from the book is from chapter 7. It says, now his army, an army may be robbed of its spirit and its commander deprived of his confidence. At the beginning of a campaign, the spirits of of soldiers are keen. After a certain period of time, they flag, and in the later stage, thoughts turn towards home. Therefore, 
Those skilled in war avoid the enemy when his spirit is keen and attack him when he is sluggish and his soldiers are homesick. This is a control of the moral factor. You know, as I'm sitting here thinking about this, I think so much how um, a lot of the times when we're in a, in a negative space, when things are good, <laughs> when things are good and things are just popping, it, it seems like there's a streamline of good things just all happening at once, right? I feel like that's very common for a lot of people to experience. And then when you hit a depression or you hit a sad point or something triggers that flip, it's like, bam, 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 everything bad is just happening all at once. And you're like, the good, the bad, it's all blurring together. Like, what is good at this point? And I mean, that even raises the question of like, what is good or bad? I mean, that is such a, that's a perspective. Good and bad is not a thing. It's just vibration. It's just frequency. It's just how you handle the situation, right? And so, but when I think about uh, excerpts like I just read to you guys about how oftentimes enemies wait to strike when you're not feeling your best. Enemy, the enemy waits to strike. And what does that mean on a spiritual level? You know, like I want to ask you guys to sit with that for a second. But what does that mean? On a spiritual level when the enemy waits to strike when you are feeling homesick when you are feeling lost when you are feeling further away from yourself well when we think about the physical well I know for me when I think about the physical world sometimes it feels like puppets and toys like a toy land oftentimes people are toying with the reality in the simulation of which we live in, right? So when you're breaking free from that simulation, it can feel like a lot of that is crashing down. And even further, that's oftentimes when those simulated factors try to bring us back to a place of complacency and wanting to be in the unknown or wanting to be in the familiarities of ignorance. And so what it means to me spiritually is when I reflect on that, is oftentimes, um, you know, what we attract, what, when we start settling and living in a certain type of energy, that energy can cycle in our lives. And oftentimes it takes on different masks. Sometimes you don't even know it's the same energy cycling just because it looks different than the past. And so I wanted to leave that with you guys, that little excerpt. Uh, leave that with you guys and for y'all to sit on it, to think about the simulation, to think about the reality, the timelines in which we exist in, the timelines in which we thrive in, the timelines in which we we fall to a miserable place, and to think about the shifts in which that timeline can bring, and those shifts in which we can we can create within our own timelines, and just thinking like, how it's always new levels, new devils. Anytime you go to a new level of, of knowledge, a new level of understanding, a new place of, of being and enlightenment, you're always going to have that opposite end. Because in this world, that creates balance. In this simulation, even, it, it could be a simulation to you. It could be what you call your reality. 
it's all about perspective. So I wanted to sit that with you guys. Uh, let me know. Let me know what your thoughts on that are. It was, oh my gosh, who can talk today? Not I. <laughs> let me know what your thoughts on that is. <laughs> and um, let's have a little community discussion. How are y'all feeling about that excerpt? But just going on into the next portion. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've been feeling really relaxed. I've been feeling a lot of shift. Um, this is going to be a very busy season for me. And we're going to be talking about some deeper subjects, some, some deeper wisdom, some ancient wisdom that's going to be coming to the forefront in the next few months. And so spirit has been getting me ready <laughs> to provide um, some different means of, of information to you guys. And so, um, but in the meantime, I can't be overwhelmed by that. I just need to relax, to take every breathing moment possible and just put it to put it to use take this time to just breathe in deep and slowly exhale just let it go not even let myself be flustered on the change flustered on any part of this because spirit has been letting me in the know for all this time why do i have to stress i don't baby <laughs> i absolutely don't um, but man, this tea is amazing. Mm. Mm. If some of y'all were, if y'all were following, speaking of tea time, if y'all were following the spiritual cleansing spell, oh my God, the channel message that I got for, so y'all, I got this channel message during, it was like a vision. I saw the visual. And somebody was telling their homegirl or their coworker about whatever was going on at home with their man or with their significant other. And let me tell you, this coworker was acting all friendly and goody two shoes and like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that girl. But really, she was the one behind it. Oh, my God. When Spirit dropped that juicy take, I said, oh, this is tea. And, you know, and I don't wish that upon nobody. No, baby, don't tell, don't tell, everybody ain't your friend, everyone is not your friend, okay, and sometimes a part of self-care is coming to realize that you can't talk to everybody, and you got to find different means of expressing yourself so that you're not getting people in your business, okay, like that is self-care, honey, that is self-care when you decide to not tell people your business because they have snakish energy, um, so that was a real hot take that I just was not, <laughs> I was not prepared for at the moment. <laughs> and when it came through, I said, are you sure you want me to put this out there? Spirit said, absolutely, girl. Mm. Mm. Immaculate. Immaculate. The truth is immaculate, y'all. The truth absolutely is immaculate. I don't wish that situation or any harsh situation or anything that plays with the heart. I don't wish that upon any anybody, but I do wish the truth to surface at every at every moment. And whenever you ask for the truth, it comes with the with the things that are ugly to our eyes. <laughs> and but it it brings so much peace because you have to make peace with it now. Now you're not sitting there wondering 
well, is this the truth? Is this the truth? No, that wasn't the truth, but now you know the truth, so what are you going to do with it? You're going to take what you can from it and, you know, apply it. Apply apply the truth where it, where it aids and guides you in your life. And so, yeah, that was, that was, mm. y'all, when those messages come in sometimes, I just have to sit there for a moment and send some good energy to everybody that's dealing with those types of situations. Even the abuse situation that we were channeling, um, Spirit was showing me about an abusive situation and those, those channel messages are not easy to get guys. Like, I hate to see the people that love and support me or even people that I don't know, strangers, anybody. I don't want to see anybody in that situation. And so just taking a step back, making sure that I'm not emotionally attached to any of those outcomes is really key. Okay. (laughs) And that's for any practitioner too. like just making sure that you're not attached to your client's outcomes, attached to anybody that you're doing work for and just being willing to share the experience that you're having with everybody so that they can learn from the situation you know just breaking the situation down to where they can see that hey you're worth so much more than that and just that goes perfectly with this topic today which is loving yourself even when you don't love yourself so choosing self-care even when you don't know how to love you And I think that's such a, a lot of people don't want to admit that they don't love themselves. And I can tell you guys straight up that I do not choose myself every single day. There has been moments where I haven't chosen myself every single day. There have been moments where um, I compromised myself, where I didn't love myself. And I'm choosing me every day now. But what about the past? Nobody wants to talk about the past, which is cool. (laughs) it's cool to not talk about the past if you don't want to but I'm here to share my story with you guys because there's points where I haven't loved me and whether that be in relationships or work situations or family situations y'all I didn't grow up with a really great relationship with my mom and I was really angry at my mom for a long time you know, and I love her to pieces now, like I've said in other podcasts, you know, uh, I've always loved her. Did I like her all the time? No. (laughs) Were we going back and forth at one point? Yes. Um, but I left my house early. I left my household early and because of, of an abusive situation that was going on and I was so angry at my mom for not loving herself in those situations and it forced me to um, be, I, you know, it didn't force me to do anything, but I chose to be mad at her. I chose to be angry. And then I started to, I took some distance. I distanced myself from my family. And in that process, I took, in that stepping away process, I took some time. And immediately I didn't see it, but I had to think to myself, that my mom is not superwoman like everybody has these these ideas on <laughs> everybody has these ideas on um 
you know, how parents should be. And even we have ideals, even I have ideals of what I would be like as a parent. But we forget that parents are humans first, that they're having a human experience. That doesn't take them away from the responsibility that they hold, right? But it means that they still have to learn how to love themselves. They still have to go through their own um, trials and tribulations in order to understand themselves. Because how are you going to love me if you don't love yourself? You know, and that goes for me right now, you know, even just away from the things that I experienced with my mom, that that abusive situation, not where my mom was abusing me, but just where she couldn't love me because she didn't love herself. And that was the turning point. I was like, well, I'm going to choose me first and I'm going to love me. And, you know, I was I but I was also not healed. (laughs) I had moved on from the situation, but I had not healed from it yet. And it took me years to heal from that situation. And that's okay. Sometimes it takes people more time than others. If you are surviving any type of trauma, which we all are, you know, it's okay to take your time dealing with it. Um, so it took me some time to deal with my my mom's situation, just family in general, and learning to love myself through it. And how I did that was I had to realize how unhappy I was in my own personal life because I was asking myself, why am I not fulfilled? And at that point, it didn't have necessarily anything to do with my family. Um, But what it did have something to do with was the fact that I had not healed from the trauma that I had incurred with my family. And I was claiming to love myself and be ready, but really my unreadiness was showing in my relationships it was showing in my lovers and in my partners and that's wow we're just we're talking about so many different things that I want to talk about all at once but you know Gemini mood if y'all can keep up I'm happy to share it with you guys but um you know like when I sit back and I look at the journey of loving myself I realize how healing from my childhood healing from my mom, healing from all of the, all of the fears. Most importantly, I was afraid to love. I had shut down my heart chakra and I was afraid to love because I didn't know what that looked like for real. I just knew what not being loved looked like (laughs) and I just knew I didn't want that. But in turn, some of my actions came out as me being the monster that I didn't want to be you know I was so afraid of being an abuse in an abusive relationship or being abused that there were moments where I was the abuser and it came out differently and I even like yo much love to my ex um she put up a lot with me and I did with her as well you know mirrors are mirrors (laughs) mirrors are mirrors that's just point blank you know but uh, we each had our own issues but um, you know as I look back at it I see where I was abusive because I was living in my fear and when you live in fear instead of love you're choosing to allow whatever emotion or that fear becomes a catalyst for that emotion to take over you so when you're afraid it's like you lose control Okay, and I had to realize that number one, I needed to surrender to my spirit because surrendering to my spirit is allowing my spirit to have control, 
which is always going to put me in the best place. You know, even if my ego does not know, even if I in in my current position do not know how to love myself, what am I going to do in moments where I feel afraid? Number one, I'm going to take a step back from the situation. I tell you guys this all the time, taking a back, taking taking a step back from the situation always ensures that you can see the bigger picture because when you're in front of something you have tunnel vision right so when you're in the midst of tunnel vision you're not going to see what's really going on you're not going to see the truth so taking a step back not reacting okay that's always first like just making sure that you're not reacting and then asking yourself like is this serving my highest good if I acted this way is this going to contribute to who I am and who I want to be is this going to help me to show up as my best self you know even if you haven't clearly defined what your best your best self is in those moments of silence or in those moments of waiting for an answer you may need to wait a little bit longer you need to meditate on it you might need to journal about it whatever form or method that you need to express yourself with that's a form of self-care And that just means that even if you're questioning your own actions in that moment, you're going to gain some confidence when you take some time to not rush yourself to finding a solution. And when you do make a decision, you're going to be confident in that decision. And what that's going to do is it's going to boost your confidence with your higher self. It's going to boost your confidence in working in your magic, working in your own personal power it's going to help you to work in your uh, solar plexus energy more often and to trust your intuition but oftentimes we can't see things when we're emotional because things are cloudy (laughs) when when you're in this midst of confusion how are you supposed to see what your intuition is saying it's okay to not know and I think too too often we're too prideful to say we just don't know what to do It's okay to not know what to do. People put so much emphasis on being an expert, you know, like being a guru. What does that even mean? (laughs) What does that even mean? Mm. Peppermint is just so good today. Mm. What does that even mean? When you're a guru or an expert, I mean, it means that you have experience in something, right? And if you are not, you might have all of this experience, but are you applying it? Are you applying it with your resources? Are you bringing things around full circle? You know, and I think that's really been such a reflective thing for me is I have all this experience. I kept asking myself, why was I meeting all of this heartbreak? And there was this point in my, in my life where I was like, I keep manifesting all this love but why is it not showing up yet and spirit told me two things spirit said number one because you're not showing up as love okay because you're not treating yourself with kindness you're not treating other people with kindness you're not following through on your promises so how can you expect that energy to come to you if if how do you expect someone to be you know providing honesty with you if you're not providing honesty with yourself and others you know just anything that I was looking to have given to me anything that I was looking to receive in relationships and receive in life in general and in love 
spirit had to ask me, are you ready to receive because you're not giving this? So that was a major thing. And then number two is I, I spirit said, you need to make room. You don't have any room for more people in your life because you're surrounded by all this negativity from this old chapter in your life. And like that was major for me. Y'all, I after that meditation, I upped and moved. Okay, I left my, my partnership at the time. I moved to back home. Spirit said, you need to go heal your family. You need to get to the root of things. So if some of you are being guided back home to your homeland to your hometown if you're even if you've left and you've learned some new things if you're being guided back home it's okay sometimes you need to close like bring some closure bring some healing bring some teaching you know whatever it may be you might have a purpose there and that's why you're being guided so I went back home and I started working on my family I started working on my roots on the healing that was necessary for me because I realized that I hadn't made room in my life for what I wanted and that's just being transparent you know like we can't grow if we're not transparent guys like I would have never came to a place where I'm accepting love in my life if I wasn't transparent with myself and people around me you know so that's just putting it out there like what are you what what are you expecting Number one, I'm not settling for less, so. But there's always these moments where everything is going, you know, every, like we're, we're in this, everything is going fine. We're maintaining and we don't realize that we're not happy. And then something falls to the ground and then we realize how crazily unhappy we are. And the whole point of this self-care podcast episode is to say, like, just because, like, actively choosing yourself and actively loving on yourself, even when you haven't built up that confidence, even when you haven't loved on yourself for long, even if you're still breaking old cycles of not loving on yourself, of self-sabotage, of of abuse, of self-doubt, of self-negative talk, if you're in any of those cycles, It takes time to break those cycles and you do them one at a time. It's not something that you do miraculously all in one day because it's not realistic. Okay, like we need to create feasible goals. (laughs) Um, And it's not that you couldn't heal all of those things in one session or that you couldn't spend 12 hours in meditation and find peace and closure. But (laughs) you still got to catch up your physical body. You still got to catch up your physical to these changes that you're making in the spiritual and mental. And it's like sometimes you got to shift those physical things more quickly by taking action, by purposely moving, by changing your surroundings. And I think it's so relevant to know that change is inevitable and just going into self-care with a with being mentally prepared that self-care is going to self-care can look like a lot of different things it could be whatever you need in the moment okay so in the moment and i'm not talking about whatever your ego needs in the moment okay so if you're breaking an addiction for example and you're having withdrawals 
clearly what your ego thinks that you need is to re-up on whatever you're fighting. Your spirit is going to say, fill your body with water, get some rest, talk positively to yourself in the mirror, journal your thoughts, keep your hands busy because you're shaking right now, you know, like, or take some deep breaths, focus on your breathing, meditate, play some frequencies. If you're having anxiety in a large crowd, go ahead and remove yourself for a moment. Call your power back to you. Calling your power, a lot of people don't realize that self-care, a lot of it is mental. A lot of it is breaking through those emotional barriers. A lot of those is breaking through that fear, breaking through that overwhelming feeling. And that's where the mental comes in. And when you mentally start applying your spiritual practice, start applying that mindfulness, Things start to shift. Your reality shifts. Your physical shifts. That's how powerful you are. It's when you are proactively choosing yourself. Those small changes, they're actually really huge in the ripple effect of your life. Because they feel small for that moment. But they're really huge milestones. And we don't give those moments enough credit, to be honest. Like, we just don't. I'm going to tell y'all right now that the moments that I celebrated that seemed very small to me, I look back at them now and I'm like, I'm so glad that I took a moment to acknowledge that because that really pulled me out of some negative thinking. You know, anytime that I'm thinking I'm not good enough, I literally go back and I, I start looking at the changes, even the subtle changes that I've made in my life. And I say, you know what? That's one hell of a track record right there, baby. Like, you are really doing it. You are really out here changing your life one step at a time. And that's okay. Nobody is in your lane. Nobody is doing what you're doing. And even if they are, they don't have your energy. They don't have your spirit. They didn't come here with the same purpose. It doesn't matter. You're not in competition only person that you looking back at is yourself because wow that progression is immaculate (laughs) like (laughs) that that joy on your face right now beautiful because you might not be feeling joyful but when you look back at those moments where you chose um your health and your sanity and loving yourself over a toxic relationship that was that was something that you were used to Or that moment that you chose to be sober instead of on drugs. Or that moment that you chose to leave your hometown and pursue a job that you were afraid to get. Like, all of those moments. Even that moment where you woke up not feeling good and then you put on some clothes that you really liked. And you said, you know what, this is, I'm good enough today. I'm I'm good enough. I'm perfect enough. Exactly how I am. And those moments are monumental. Like, absolutely monumental. Choosing to love yourself... Even choosing self-care, even when you don't love yourself, is hard. But that's exactly why these moments are monumental. Because I don't care if you quit smoking, drinking, cutting, got out of that toxic relationship, chose to to incorporate these self-care practices yesterday or 10 years ago, it doesn't matter. It's slowly, it's about slowly changing your life. You know, for me, it started in the physical, in the physical side of things. When I was, um, you know, in that bad car accident and 
I, they told me my life was never going to be the same. When I look back at that moment, I'm so proud that I went into that uh, I went into that pain management clinic and they recommended me on pain management drugs and I said no and I walked out of there and never came back and chiropractic treatment was a part of the start for me meditation was the start for me eating healthier and that was that came you know more and more with time but ultimately it was small changes over time that helped me to love myself more and more and y'all it's like I said it's not something that happens overnight it's something that you just you start little by little and you tell yourself every day like yo I'm doing amazing I'm I'm doing fantastic this is amazing immaculate I'm eating it up you know if you're eating it up (laughs) if you're hyping yourself up if you're being your biggest hype man like Choose to hype yourself up how you hype your friends up, how you hype other people up. Give the compliments that you give it to everybody else. Give them to you. Like, wow, you got a beautiful smile. Your smile breaks up my whole room, like my whole life. Your your energy, your purpose, the the things that you stand for and that which whatever you embody, girl, mm, it's, it's giving me life right now. And when I say those things to myself, when I when I reinforce those positive affirmations, like I am grounded, I am safe, I am secure, I am loved, I am powerful, I am courageous, I am one, I am whole, you know, anything that I'm affirming in my life, those positive affirmations have saved me so many times. Journaling has saved me so many There's been times where I just cry. Even recently where I just, I'm crying and I'm journaling and I'm letting it out. And by the time I finish that page, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm making peace. But it took practice. Okay, this is, being spiritual is about your connection to the spirit realm. It has nothing else to do with anything else. (laughs) And when you are connected to the spirit you know, you're choosing to, you're going to choose to show up for you. And that's going to be your priority. And knowing that the spirit lives through you, knowing that your ancestors live through you, knowing that you are the vessel of purpose. Wow. Like, look at you. Your, Your spirits are working through you already. They're already living through you. So... The things that you're dealing with, they want to help you through it, but you got to be open and receptive. And that means that you're creating a practice and a communication with yourself and them on an everyday basis. Okay, like it's it's not something that happens overnight. (laughs) It just it never does. I can't say that enough. But just walking in your spiritual practice, even when you don't feel like it. There are times where I am dead tired and I'm sitting in the bed and I haven't done my nightly ritual yet and I get up out of bed anyway and I do my nightly ritual because even though I didn't feel like it, I had dedication to myself because that's self-care. It's self-care when I'm still putting my spiritual practice and my daily rituals ahead of how I might personally be feeling and I cleanse that energy out. 
I call my power back to me when I'm too tired. I let spirit re-energize me. And when I start moving those mountains with my mind and I get up and do it physically anyway, that's that's symbolic of how my spirit is moving in the spiritual simultaneously with me. That's crazy, you know. So when I look at it like that, it makes self-care a little bit, it makes it easier. And it has made it easier over time to choose myself in situations that I used to not. In situations where I would have let friendships, you know, walk all over me. It doesn't mean that I don't struggle with things, y'all. It means that over time I deal with some things better than others. Like, or I just, I deal with it better now than I used to. And that's powerful. And you have the ability to do it too. And that's that's the real powerful thing is that we can all do these self-care acts every single day and it that's your your business <laughs> how you love on yourself is your business but just choosing what's in your highest good is what matters okay choosing what brings you that peace that joy that security in in that relationship between you and your spirit you and keeping a healthy mind body and soul that's really all that matters but I do have a few announcements before we go. I just wanted to drop them little gems, have some tea time with you guys, you know, throw a little excerpt on here. Um, <laughs> uh, I wanted to let you guys know if y'all want to contribute to the podcast or um, receive any advice on this podcast, we are bringing the advice columns back. I have received a few emails. I'm still going through them. Um, they will be featured on the next podcast. So if y'all want to send in your, um, if you want to send in your questions, your situations, definitely do so. Just make sure that you tell us if you're anonymous or if you would like to go by a pen name. Make sure you don't put real names in there. We want to keep everything discreet. And you're just going to do that by emailing souldriveglobal at gmail.com. You can also catch us on souldriveglobal.com. You can uh, fill out the contact tab as well. We have a lot of great things coming to the website soon, so make sure you're subscribed to our newsletter at souldriveglobal.com. On the first page, if you scroll down, just put in your name and your email, and you'll get the bi-weekly newsletter as well. So I just wanted to say thank you guys for chatting with me. Thank you for uh, tuning in to Living in Spirit podcast. And I look forward to speaking with you guys next time. I want you all to take a deep inhale. And then slowly exhale. Grand Awakenings, my loves, welcome, welcome to Living in Spirit Podcast. It's your girl, Zane Spirit. Thank you so much for tuning in, tapping in, being all about your spirit today. It's lovely Saturday. I cannot wait to get into this topic. We have some special guests coming up in our next few episodes, so do not fret. <laughs> um do not fret. We definitely are going to feature some more amazing people and have some more amazing discussions. Some of y'all have been asking for that. So thank you all so, so much. 
Um, thank y'all for all the love that each of the podcasts is getting. Um, our numbers are consistent. I want to keep raising that, um, keep reaching more people, keep connecting with more people. More importantly, you know, like that's really it for me. I want to connect with you guys. I want to connect with other like-minded people or other people on this journey who are, who is just looking to expand, looking to expand, looking to have a uh, great in-depth conversations and to just, um, Put ourselves in a position of opportunity, a position of thriving, a position of vulnerability, being able to be in sacred spaces with each other. I think that that's so crucial as a community is to create and as people, most importantly, is to create sacred spaces within ourselves and also within our relationships and our connections. Um, So let's get into a little bit of the news. What's been going on in Zane's world? Oh, wow. Okay, y'all. So what's been going on? What's been going on? Okay, wow, y'all. I gotta say that thank you so much for everybody who pre-ordered the journal. Um, I just released the Art of Self-Worship as a pre-order. So you guys had a week to pre-order. Thank you to everybody who did. Everybody who did will be receiving your gift bags with your order. So I am super stoked about that. Like, you just can't tell me nothing. This is my first (laughs) published work. Um, I'm grateful to to be in this position and to be able to put um, mine and my ancestors' wisdom out there, like the thoughts that and the things that I have uh, experience the experiences that I have and just putting that into a document of some form to help guide you guys along your self-love journey uh, learning to worship yourself to see yourself as divine um, and that that goes hand in hand with what we're going to talk about today as the topic of confidence um, which is so crucial confidence is essential but we're going to get on to that in a second but Yeah, so thank you guys. We just closed the pre-order down, but I will say that November 4th is the official release date. So if you missed out on the pre-order, you can still get your journal on the website, um, souldropglobal.com, as soon as November 4th. I'll be sending out the pre-orders when that becomes available as well. Shit, sooner if I can, you know, like if everything comes here uh and I got a little bit of extra time I might start sending out the the pre-orders a little early so I'm super ready for that super excited I'm just living in this in this energy of like ah, I can't hold it in anymore <laughs> I can't hold it in anymore I truly am just grateful grateful for the opportunity to be in so many of your lives and if you are new here and you just came across my podcast or you came across my page and you don't really know me yet like thank you you are still welcome here it doesn't matter if you never buy from me or if you're just a listener like I love it all the same I'm grateful to share this space with you guys so that is what's new um this week I've really been uh a lot has been on my mind as far as this retrograde goes as far as um (laughs) 
work life, like daily life, it's also crucial right now. Um, Mercury retrograde is in Scorpio. We're coming into Scorpio season, actually, which you guys will be getting the Scorpio solar return reading later on in this episode as well. And let me tell you guys, um, as Scorpio is retrograding in my sixth house, um, as Mercury is retrograding in Scorpio in my sixth house, I'm really looking at the connections that I share. I'm looking at my daily life. I'm asking myself, what am I intaking in my body? You know, and I feel like we all come to this point maybe several times in our journey. Because <laughs> for me, I've, I've been pescatarian. I've been vegetarian. I've been vegan. I've been plant-based. I've been raw. I've tried. I've done Dr. CB's. By the way, I love Dr. CB. I love him. Absolutely. I vouch for it. Um, I did Dr. CB's lifestyle for three months, although I didn't transition all the way um, or I ended up transitioning out of that. But while I was alkaline, 100 percent alkaline, my body performed better. Um, and if you guys were around me for my journey last year, I was fasting majority of the year. Um, and this week has really had me in introspection about my health and, um, my diet and my lifestyle in general, you know, just, it's time to evaluate these things, (laughs) you know, so I'm looking at myself and I haven't necessarily ate, eaten terrible this year or anything, but I just haven't been on my shit, you know, like it's a difference when you're just. I'm still physically doing things to shift myself and take it easy on myself, but I'm definitely not going as hard as I did last year. And this year has really shown me like different priorities, you know, different seasons, different time for different things. And that's okay. You know, that's why I said some of you, if you're contemplating your health or your your lifestyle right now and the way that you're eating or the things that you're digesting on an everyday basis, that's normal to come back to these topics frequently, you know. But I definitely want to make some some different changes. And um, it's about time that I go back to my alkaline. And I'm still fasting, but not fasting as heavy as I did last year. Last year, I was doing six, like I had a six day (laughs) uh, fast that I did, which was my longest fast. Um, That was amazing. But I had been building up for that for months, you know, so. It definitely takes training. Your body takes training. And spirit has really been reminding me that every transition or every new move we're going to make, we have to be in preparation for it. We have to be in preparation for it. We have to take it slow. Like a lot of us want these really fast results. (laughs) A lot of us want these fast results. And we're not really ready for uh, or we, we may think we're ready and we rush the process and then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> we're in an uncomfortable position when spirit was trying to gradually have us uncomfortable throughout a certain period of time so that we could be ready for. Um, so it wouldn't be as uncomfortable of a transition, you know. And so spirit reminds me this week that routines and lifestyle, the way that you're the things that you're digesting in your everyday life. Did you eat some fruit today? Did you grab some water? By the way, let me grab a little water right now. Okay, I ain't drinking my tea this morning, but (laughs) I am drinking that good uh, H2O. And I will say, 
I know y'all love that ASMR every every two weeks. Anyway, <laughs> um, but the you know just like what am I intaking in my body? Like ask yourself, is what I'm digesting right now setting me up? Not even setting me up, but is it pushing the vision of success that I have my, for myself? Is it pushing my high? Is it setting me up to be my highest self? Is am I showing up as my highest self, as my highest good? And so that may be a question that we avoid all too often when we're in the midst of trials and tribulations. And then we have to ask ourselves, well, have you been keeping up your routines? <laughs> have you been uh, keeping up your prayer work? Like, you know, have you been at the altar, like even in the midst of stress and, and pain and trial and tribulation, are you still showing up? And that can be the hardest thing. And sometimes showing up is, is, that's all you got to do. Sometimes you don't even have to go to the altar and do anything. Sometimes you don't even have to completely change your lifestyle immediately. Sometimes it's just, or make a big deal out of it. Sometimes it's just those subtle transitions, those subtle things, just showing up, even when you don't necessarily feel like it, showing up for yourself and being your biggest advocate at all times. And that's really what I remind myself. That's what I'm striving for is to, is to always be my biggest advocate to always be the one who is talking some sense <laughs> and be like, you know what? I know you want that pizza. This was me yesterday, y'all. I know you want that pizza. I know that the cheese looked real gooey and good, but you know what? Your stomach is not going to be all right. And do you know like how long you've been detoxing? Do you know how, how hard you've been going for your yourself and your health and your wealth? Like, how is that going to affect you mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, you know, and that's my higher self coming through and talking, talking to me <laughs> and putting me on a different wave. And so I'm grateful for that. And sometimes they really be like that, where you're having a back and forth with yourself about something that looks good. It looks enticing, but you know that you're not resonating with that anymore. And that's perfectly okay. We're not going to resonate with everything all the time or the same things continuously. Um, I think change should be a, a topic of discussion um, early on in our lives. So this is for you guys if you have kids or you want to have kids to remember to just um, the way you navigate change and the way you instill that navigation into your children or to the people around you. It really sets the tone. And I mean that because if you are ready for change and you're just like, look, change is inevitable. I'm going to ride the wave and I'm not going to let it stress me. You know, like just coping with your stress differently in healthy and proactive ways. It really does shift your narrative. That's you showing up as yourself every day as your best self. And so for you, I'm proud. I'm proud of each and every one of you because I know each and every one of you who's listening is showing up for themselves in some kind of way. And if you're not, that's okay. You might not have shown up for yourself in that instance, but that was an experience that you needed. And you might have shown up for yourself in a different way, a way that you had the courage to show up for yourself. You know, like everybody is facing different battles. And sometimes we can be a master of something a little bit, with one thing, but not be a master with another. And that's okay. Like the fact is that you're practicing this on a regular basis. So I'm proud of you all. I'm proud of myself. 
um, you know, this is the place to celebrate yourself, to celebrate your your progress. So just take a moment, like shit, even get out a little notepad or a napkin. Hell, I don't care how you do it. Just get it out there and say, you know what, I'm proud. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me. Or go into the mirror and say, I am proud of you. I am proud of me. I am amazing. I am grounded. I am secure. I am rooted. I am ooh flourishing. You know, like I am love. Even when I, just like that last, the last podcast, loving yourself, self-care, even when you don't love yourself yet. Like that's so true. And that's literally what it is. Like you may be back and forth with yourself or not showing up as your best self, but trust and believe one day you will. And it's going to be effortless. And it's going to become effortless effortless because you have spent so much time perfecting it. And that's beautiful. That's so beautiful. What, y'all? Like, <laughs> that's the whole purpose in life right there. You know, like, beautiful, beautiful. Mwah. I love it. Eating it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to go into our topic for today, which is confidence. Woo! All right, y'all. So confidence is needed. Um, and I know that I talked about confidence. Um, a little bit about confidence when we talked about the magic being inside of you and um, manifesting, you know, even in even in shadow work, confidence is essential. Shadow work is where you you build confidence. Okay, Uh, you build confidence through your everyday life, through your affirmations, through the way that you talk to yourself. There's so many ways to build confidence. Um, But we truly do live in a society and in a world that feels like their joy is being stolen anytime somebody has a little bit of confidence. (laughs) And that bothers me, you know, like (laughs) on the surface level, that bothers me. On a spirit level, I understand that everybody is triggered by different things. You know, everybody is, uh, anytime you're triggered by somebody being confident or triggered by somebody's success, it's because you feel in some type of way about yourself. Okay, like we know that, I know that. I know that this world has been, and the people behind all the power have been instilling um, self-esteem issues and all of us for such a young age, our parents from such a young age. And that's why it's so crucial to really like uplift people as much as you can, because you really don't know like what childhood trauma they're working out, or if they, um, talk in a little voice like that, or they're, they're shy or, you know, whatever the case may be, because they, they might feel like they're not accepted or don't have a safe space to be, and a lot of a lot of times it's because they don't even know what a safe space feels like, you know, and, and if that's you, if you are in a place because this was me at one point where I didn't even know what a safe space felt like. I thought that toxic relationships were good for me because <laughs> it was a hell of a lot better than being alone with my shit. You know, like there was a point where I was like that and um, where I wasn't confident and I looked for validation outside of myself into my relationships and my partnerships. And I looked for validation at one point from my mom and from um, even my biological father at some point. So there's been a lot of places and points in my life where I was um, seeking validation 
seeking validation from all the wrong places. And I really should have been looking within myself. But, you know, I look back at those instances and I see where um, the cycle continues. Like the people that most of the people that um, reinforced me to find validate like validation in them. A lot of the times those were the people that uh, seeked uh, they were they were seeking sought. Oh, my gosh. Who cares? So they they sought out. um you know, to be people's savior. It's like people looking for validation and savior complexes go hand in hand (laughs) Um, or just wanting to be important, you know, wanting to be important to other people. And I think um, a lot of the times we're we're all seeking different things from from everybody, different purposes, still using each other, though. Okay, like, let's just get that straight. Like when you are, you know, putting the responsibility of other people to, to bring you happiness, to bring you validation, to bring you a, a sense of importance or a sense of confidence, that's not, those are temporary emotions. That's temporary thrills, okay? That's, that's only nice and cute for a second. It doesn't last forever. It, it's not infinite, you know, and that's not, it's not something that your spirit is building. That's something that your ego is building. That's something that your subconscious is thriving on because of unhealed trauma and unhealed triggers, things like that. Okay. So when I think about confidence, um, it took me so long to build confidence. Even, um, recently, like earlier in the year, I was going through, um, I was going through a situation that felt like, um, like I had to quiet myself. Like I had to lower my voice or not, not necessarily like I was yelling, but more so um, not allow myself to really be heard and not allow myself like like almost like what I was saying was not valid in itself or the things that I was feeling was not valid. Like I was lacking confidence in that because I looked so highly to this person that I was talking to and was disagreeing with or ta- I was talking to a person that I had felt these uncomfortable emotions with that I hadn't felt in a long time. And I was like, why am I seeking validation from this person? You know, like, hold on, like, wait a minute. And, you know, it was, it was one of those moments where I had looked back at my 2017 self and I said, wow, I've come such a long way. Like, this is the first time this has happened in a long time. So I'm proud of myself, but I also need to check that whenever it comes, whenever it does start coming back, whenever you know, I do get vulnerable or in vulnerable spaces. It still takes practice to be confident. It still takes practice every single day. I get up and I start saying affirmations and I'm in my gratitude because I need to reinforce that confidence. I don't need to doubt for for a second. You know, like I ain't even go give it the chance. <laughs> that's how I feel. I ain't even go give it the chance to take me. And that's that's really, you know, because once you start allowing those thoughts to come in when you are in the midst of spiritual warfare first and foremost like when you are in the midst of change when you are getting becoming a better version of yourself you're going to face the parts of you that you have pushed away for so long you're going to face the shadows you're going to face that nasty voice that that tells you that you're not good enough or you're not worth it or that people aren't going to like what you create or Whatever the case may be, it doesn't matter if you're making a product, owning a business, or just showing up for school or in your family affairs, it doesn't matter. 
um, anytime that you're facing an issue with confidence and you start hearing that self-doubt or those those voices that it's like, look, you can't accomplish nothing. You know, they just talking crazy to you. You literally in that moment got to be like, stop, <laughs> stop, leave me alone and start re every negative thing you hear, say two or more positive. Now, I'm, I'm not saying fill your life with toxic positivity. OK, like like I say in every I think I say this in every episode, like don't lie to yourself and say like, you know, I'm not angry or I'm not sad or I'm not going through it because not facing the problem doesn't help you. But it's how you handle the problem and how you how you nurture it. Some, some of us just really need to make peace. All of us need to make peace. All of us need to make peace within ourselves. We need to make peace with our triggers, with our demons, with that voice in our head, with the root of that self-doubt. We have to face that because what is confidence? Confidence literally is that foundation for everything you do. When you're in spiritual warfare... If you don't reinforce yourself with confidence, like that's how people go into depressions or how people allow anxiety to come over them or even how possessions happen. Okay, when you're doing spirit work and say a spirit comes to you or you're being attacked by a spirit in your home or you've just got something lingering on you, if you are, they're looking for weakness, you know, and it's, it's perfectly okay to be vulnerable and a lot of people call vulnerability weakness, but it's not, okay? But it's okay to be vulnerable with yourself and honest with yourself and a complete mess, if you want to call it that. You can be a complete mess in your sacred space. But that's why cleansing and protecting is so important. That's why shadow work is important. And shadow work is going to help you build that confidence if you don't already have it. <laughs> if you don't already have it, like shadow work is going to put it in you. And... I've noticed that, um, you know, like the more that I re reassert my, my confidence on an everyday basis, the easier it is to overcome or to make peace with my demons, to make peace with the things that I don't like about myself or the things that make me uncomfortable or the uh, anything that I'm dealing with, you know, like anything, literally, it could be body issues me talking down to myself, you know, anything. It's it, y'all, it's not that I'm not human. <laughs> I'm still having a human experience. Okay? Like that's why I can talk about any of this because I've been through it, but um, you know, like I'm still having a human experience. The only difference now between me then and me now is that I have come up with ways that work for me that help me to release and to understand and process my emotions and the situations at hand from a from a, a place of understanding and wisdom and love. Because I ask myself, I get a clear vision of, of who I am and, and who I'm showing up as, most importantly. Not necessarily who I am right now, but, you know, like, I do identify who I am now and I identify who I want to be, who I'm showing up as, who is my higher self. I identify that and I have to be confident that I'm capable of that because literally the moment you decide to start making better choices and some of y'all are, are exiting a lot of friendships right now. <laughs> this Mercury retrograde in Scorpio is going to bring out a lot of a lot of the secrets is like the main thing everybody is talking about. But really, it's like just unveiling the truth so that 
so that everything is all out in the open. Literally, everything is coming out into the open. <laughs> I literally cannot stress that enough. Like, everything is coming out into the open. So many of you are getting rid of old friendships, and some of you are having to speak your peace and be confident about the things that you are witnessing from that person. A lot of the times when we're in introspection or we are um, learning more about ourselves, we question ourselves, which is important to question. But then we begin to question like, oh, that person never meant me harm or, you know, like they wasn't really doing that stuff, like questioning our, our judgment of the situation and our discernment. And this is where you got to listen to your intuition, like those daily activities of listening to your intuition also builds confidence. Y'all, if you sit, if you sit into meditation, if you sit into meditation every day, a little bit every day, and you at like communicate with your higher self, be like higher self um, and my intuition, if, if this is, you know, I might ask myself, um, should I release this project on this date or this date? And I'll focus on one date. You know, if I've got a few, a few dates sticking out to me intuitively, I'll sit on it and I'll say, okay, what about this date? And I'll sit there and I'll wait for my body to show me intuitively what the answer is. So if I start getting some sharp pains randomly in my body that go away really quickly after I acknowledge them, I know that that's a no, <laughs> but that's how I've learned to communicate with my, with my, with my intuition is through my body and your intuition can evolve and your intuition can change in the ways that it, it tells you, like your higher self will change in the ways that it's like your higher self is telling you the, the details, <laughs> the information, the tea, your higher self be spilling the tea. Are you ready? Cause it's kind of hot, you know? And so just being present and in the moment and mindful allows you to also catch when you're you're doubting yourself or when you're allowing a situation, like you're being passive in a situation where, um, where the situation or where your actions are very important to you or the outcome is very important to you or just even getting rid of old friends and speaking how you feel. And they're like, oh, well, they're trying to flip it around and do all this other stuff, but that's not relevant. <laughs> None of that is relevant. Okay. Like you speaking your truth is what's most important and being receptive to, to your connections and your relationships is very important too, but being open to yourself first, because you can't help nobody else and you can't feel how nobody else is feeling or understand what's going on until you decide that what's going on within you is the, is the most important. Literally, you can't do nothing else. It don't work like that, baby. It do not work like that when you're like, well, if I just, you know, get this right, with this person, everything will fall into place. No, because nine times out of ten, the issue that you have with somebody else is an issue that you need to face within yourself. And confidence, confidence in dealing with these issues, like you don't have to deal with the issues all at once. Okay, I'm just saying that confidence is key in dealing with any of these and all of these, all of our situations, no matter how you handled it in the past or present moment is going to help you to gain that confidence. If you can assess what you need to learn from your situations and what lessons the universe and your higher self and your spirit team is trying to show you, oh, <laughs> it's a game changer.
it's a game changer. Like it really, and then you'll start to realize, oh, everything that was told to me came into fruition. A lot of times we so busy not listening to our intuition that when things come to pass, we're like, oh my God, I knew it. But if you knew it, like, and you didn't act on it, now you know. That's confirmation for you to listen to your intuition. Stop stop playing yourself like you're not smarter than what you are. Like, you're not, you know. You know when something ain't right. If you decide to ignore that, that's on you. But there's been times in the past, plenty of times, <laughs> that I have not listened to that intuition where I literally fell on my ass because I did not listen to myself. And when when everything came out, I knew I was right intuitively and that let me know like okay, I'm never going I I can't say never cuz you know, we all make choices in the moment, but I was like, look, my goal is to not ignore myself or my intuition anymore because the more aware of myself that I am, the more aware of other people I am the more aware of my situation I am. A lot of, we're taught from an early age to gain our validation of facts, knowledge, and wisdom from tangible things, from physical things, from other things, from other people. We cannot be sitting here living for validation from other other things outside of ourselves. We can't. We can't. I don't care if, this be the real test, y'all. And I say you need confidence, to do this because when you are in the midst of of dealing with anything you gotta know you gotta know when to step out of a situation to step in a situation to step in your power and when to allow things to be what it is and a lot of the times we be sitting on talents we be sitting on you know, relationships that we could really go after or opportunities we could really go after. We be sleeping on ourselves, most importantly. We sleep on ourselves all the time. And it's like, when are we going to wake up? When are we going to wake up to us? When, when are you going to wake up to you and be like, wow, you are a magnificent being. I can't believe it. Like, wow. Like, I want to show up as my best self for you which in turn is talking to yourself I want to show up as my best self in my purpose because it feels good to me it's uncomfortable but it feels good to me of course growth is uncomfortable y'all confidence I'll tell y'all I'll tell y'all something there were times in my intuition that spirit thought I was I mean people thought I was crazy when I was talking about spirit and people that were changing faces in front of me and nobody else could see it and I I had to be confident that what I saw was real when nobody else believed me two years later that person that was changing faces it came to vision for everybody else everybody else could see it but I came to see it first and that's like that's why walking on faith is so important walking on faith and being confident in that faith, like <laughs> being confident in that. Like, I know we talked a lot about intuition in this episode, but it's true because you need intuition and confidence. They, they're going to go together. Confidence is your supporting factor for, for your intuition. And your intuition is always going to 
support that confidence in turn when things do play out in your everyday life and you knew how it was going to be you're going to grow and your confidence is going to grow your ability is going to grow the more you trust your intuition the stronger it gets <laughs> the more you walk in your purpose the the stronger it feels all of those things like it all goes hand in hand now let me break down a few ways for y'all to build some confidence here let me tell y'all so we did a little bit of that with the affirmations right affirmations are definitely a wonderful way to bring confidence looking in the mirror wonderful way to bring confidence um writing out the things that you feel timid about, the things that you feel pat, uh, passive about, the things that you don't want to talk about, writing those things out and burning it and seeing yourself, uh, even envisioning yourself as a stronger version of yourself. I don't care if you need a six pack and some muscles to see yourself like that. <laughs> like just see it in your mind, whatever you need to see, or even like you step out. I, I see myself becoming a giant. And what, what the problem was or what the issue that I didn't feel confident in, it was a mountain and now it's, it's a little pebble to me, you know? So me envisioning that really helps me to like reaffirm my power and to reaffirm my, my walk, walking in my purpose. Like I'm going to overcome, no matter, no matter what's in front of me, nothing is bigger than me. A lot of things are very illusionary, like full of illusions. I don't know if illusionary is a word, but we're going to rock with it because I make those up sometimes. Um, you know, but it's just illusions after illusions, real Neptune energy, real Pisces energy, but illusions after illusions. And you be thinking that something is bigger than what it is. Like I've dealt with some spirits that made themselves out to look like they were really strong. And when I broke down and transmuted the, the energy of that spirit, that spirit was just a little baby. It was just a little kid. That spirit was not, a lot of the spirits that we encounter, like they're not actually as scary as they claim to be. <laughs> a lot of them are putting on a show to get you shaking in your boots. Okay. And I say that, and people are the same way. People like to front because it makes other people intimidated. And when you got people intimidated, like it, it brings you more power in that situation. People start giving you their power willingly when you make somebody intimidated and spirits are the same way. People will give their vehicle. People will give possession over of their bodies to spirits willingly because they feel intimidated and it works the same way. And like spirits can be very sly and manipulative and I mean like <laughs> that's why yo strength is something you accumulate over time and in these in some of these situations I didn't know that I was as, as powerful as I am you know and no and you know what happened I'm still alive today but it's a blessing because baby when I tell you, when I was fighting some of them entities, they were not fun. Like, I really was given a lot of my power away. And I had to end up doing, y'all, take a spirit bath. <laughs> take a spirit bath, okay? Like, this confidence section is turning into a cleansing section. Take a spirit bath. Get yourself completely cleansed and assess your confidence from there. Because a lot of us can't even assess where we're at because we're so bottled down 
we're so bogged down by all of this other stuff. All of these other priorities, these people, these entities, these energies, everything that we just around, cleanse it. Make you your focus. Write down your issues. See yourself growing into a giant. Burn away your issue, like burn away the things that intimidate you. Burn away the things that were told to you. Phrases, phrases that were said to you, like, oh, you can't do that, or it'd be a miracle if you did that, or, uh, <clears throat> you know, oh, you know, it's okay to, to have that dream, but have a plan B instead. You know, like, when people say sly shit like that, that is not a reflection of your lack of confidence. That is a reflection of their lack of confidence. Okay, when motherfuckers say, oh, well, wow, like, that's a that's a big dream or a big goal or, you know, or like, they're just pessimistic with shit. Now, I'm not saying, like, don't be realistic about some stuff, but you don't need that type of energy. You don't need that type of energy. Like, you need to be able to tell yourself you can do whatever you want to do and assess. Now, if somebody is telling you, Okay, that's a hard goal to accomplish and they don't give you no steps or ways that they would tackle that issue. Let them mind their business and you go to mind yours. Because if somebody's not bringing me a solution and, and they, they trying to fill the air with, with whatever projections of confidence they got going on, that ain't my business. <laughs> it's not my business on how you project your confidence because my confidence has nothing to do with yours. And I'm not going to base how hard something may be for you based on how hard it may be for me because we're all different and we've all had different experiences that shape us for this and I'm telling you guys this because sometimes spirit has been getting you ready for some of the greatest things that you could possibly have in your life but you don't think you're ready you don't think you're ready <laughs> and we got to change that narrative we have to change that it's okay if you're not ready you know, everybody is different, like I said, but some of us are really holding out on our potential and who we could be because we're too busy allowing other people's struggles to be our struggles. We allow other people to get in our business and tell us what we can't do. You don't know my capabilities. You don't know what spirit sent me here to do. You don't know what, what my ancestors got going on in the back. You don't know nothing about me. <laughs> and it's it really is simple like that like a lot of the times we make this shit real hard but I'm telling y'all right now it's not it don't have to be it don't have to be hard we make it hard that's why I say if you have a, a principle like a baseline for your boundaries and what you're willing to accept and you're you're mindful and you're aware you're going to be able to catch these things super quickly while they're happening when it's happening, you're going to notice when it's happening. You're going to be like, oh, okay, they're projecting it. You're not even going to take it personally because it's not a personal thing anymore. It's just going to be like, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess that they're dealing with something internally. Or you might bring it up to their attention and be like, look, I just want to help you out. But I know I can accomplish anything. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm solid in that. But I want you to also know that you can accomplish anything. And just spreading that. Y'all see how simple that was? Just spreading that good that that confidence spreading that empowerment like that's really what we need as a collective is to keep spreading the empowerment and to not let motherfuckers who are not empowered guide our empowered lives 
If you're not empowered, stop trying to damper my empowerment. That don't make no sense. <laughs> you know, and vice versa, like, you can't force somebody into empowerment. All you can do is, is live your life, and that will be enough example for anybody watching you. Because people are watching whether you know it or not. So however you live in your life, it's shown, and people are going to see that. So if you live in your best life, just know that you're touching lives, okay? When you are out here doing good things for yourself, just know that you're touching somebody's heart right now. And that your health and your wealth and you focusing on yourself is good enough, and it's more than enough. People don't need more from you. In fact, they just need you to show up for yourself, and that's enough. <laughs> that will always be enough. When you show up for you, you take accountability for your life. You take responsibility for you. You do things for you. And in turn, your cup is going to run it over. When you are pouring into you, when you pour confidence and love and happiness into you, it's going to naturally overflow into every other part of your life. Every other part of your life. It does not matter. <laughs> What part it is, you're going to see it run if over. And that's that it is. But if you're trying to pour it into everybody else's cup and you ain't got nothing in your cup, you just, you just blowing air around, baby. This is not substance. <laughs> this is not substance. So really, like, just getting to the root, getting to the root of pouring into our own empowerment, pouring into those routines that are going to... Uh, have us working and living in our power because when we do that it's automatically going to be a good thing for any and everybody always it's, it's always going to set you on the right path to what your spirit is telling you it's going to put you in a place of being open to receive your intuition when you do these the you can make it a, a routine or a ritual you could make um you could make confidence exercises a part of your every day you can do it when most importantly, like just putting it in your routine and sticking to that even when you're not feeling your best. Like those are going to be your defining moments because when things are all good and gravy, you don't have to worry about being all confident, right? <laughs> but the moment that you are faced with an opposition that makes you feel weaker or unable to do something, like those are the moments you really need. We, we really, as a group, have to be willing to say okay I'm gonna go against the grain no matter how hard how hard this is and I'm gonna say okay right now I'm nurturing my confidence nothing else going on around me matters I'm gonna build that up I'm gonna reinforce my power I'm gonna speak kindly to myself the way I want the way I treat others is how I'm gonna treat myself that's how I treat myself so when I'm kind and giving to so many other people, but I'm not doing that for me, that's a problem. And so just reminding myself that all the good that I do for the world, I can do for myself and I need to do for myself. And that's really been like such a defining thing for me. And just having those, those activities that you do in those moments of opposition, that's going to be, those are your defining moments that, you, you're going to be really proud of. Now, it's okay if you don't do it the first time or the first few times or however long you don't listen or however long you do not put your confidence. I ain't saying because you got free will, baby. You can do whatever you want. And if you don't want to implement these confidence things, then, hey, this may not be for you. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, y'all, <laughs> I'm telling y'all. 
confidence, it deserves your attention. Confidence deserves your attention. So many of us are trying to find the keys to spirituality and the keys to living our best life. And all of people are saying, do all these different things, but like, are you pouring into you? And are you uplifting yourself? Are you like, what are you digesting? Are you, are you spending this time to give yourself uh, empowerment instead of talking negatively to yourself or, you know, just anything that you might be doing? And so you don't have to change those habits immediately, but it's something that happens over time. Like we eventually just get better at being confident. We eventually just get better at listening to our intuition. Um, But it takes practice. It's something that we do. Sure, you could shift the timelines if you're that deep into it. Like if you into meditation and you start shifting timelines and skipping around realities and, you know, doing lots of of great work that we all do in the spirit realm when it's time, um, then that's great. You could shift those realities and you can work through and purge those, those things that are stopping you from being confident, those parts of yourself that are stopping you from being confident. But, you know, not everybody is shifting timelines and astral projecting and doing all this stuff. So really like, let's just take it to the physical too. Let's take it to the, the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Let's let's be confident in every space that we stand in. Let's be confident when we're dealing with our emotions, when we're speaking our mind and our truth, when we are assessing like the thoughts that are good for us, when we're making decisions that we feel led to do, being confident spiritually, knowing that you are on the right path, that you are exactly where you need to be, that you that your intuition is right. And that you should listen to your your intuition. And also like on a physical level, you know, like I said, just not not talking recklessly to yourself, speaking positive affirmations, um, avoiding any type of negative self-talk or even negative conversation with other people, whether that's talking about other people or talking about situations that um, just be mindful with that. Be mindful with that because. A lot of times that's where you'll find those projections and those situations are always good to come by because like I said, they train you, they train your mind. But if you're not looking out for those projections, you're going to start to think there's something wrong with you. So if your partner has told you that something is wrong with you or your family has told you that something is wrong with you or that you can't recover from something or you just, you just ain't right or you just ain't do this, then screw them. Focus on yourself, build your own confidence, and don't seek validation in none of this shit. None of this matrix and physical reality is a validation of who you are. Like, really step into you and know that you deserve happiness, you deserve success, and you deserve to take chances and live your life how you want to, most importantly. So we're about to go into the Scorpio solar return reading. All right, all right. Uh, 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 mm, 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 mm. Okay, so, <laughs> so here is the Scorpio reading. Scorpio, first and foremost, blessed solar return. I hope that you have utilized this year for a year of healing, a year of um, celebrating. I see a lot of celebrations going on, but also the idealism 
that some of you have for your lives, some of the expectations that you've had for some of your lives up to this point is crumbling. A lot of Scorpio's foundations around this time for this solar return um, is really showing strength and also how to handle um, how to handle the turbulence like when you are in the midst of transition as we were just speaking of but I'm also seeing like strength through karmic situations strength through um, letting things play out and the truth be told like the truth is, is showing itself like the pathway is showing itself some of you are being deeply guided to this journey of spiritual um awakening and evolution within yourself which we all know Scorpio is all about but I'm also seeing a passageway opening up for you like when things seemed blurry for you financially or things seemed blurry for you on what opportunities you needed to take those are going to start coming to the forefront now so um, definitely just being open to the opportunities uh, these things are going to come very quickly. So before the end of the year is up, like some of y'all are about to start seeing some major shifts in your physical reality that have been reflecting all of this shadow work and um, also reflecting the crumbling of these relationships and these situations that were no longer serving you. So I feel like some of you are dealing with um, this contemplation, like some of you are actually trying to continue to build on Rocky Foundations too, um, especially with, this feels like a, a reconciliation almost, like uh, with your connections, your relationships, trying to keep things in, in harmony and also trying to put your vision, um, the vision that you have working with other people or working uh, within your purpose, this vision is still prominent it's still important but you may be doing something for that vision that is no longer serving it you know or no longer serving you and where you're where you're going to be going so the path to moving out of that particular place is going to open up very soon like everything is being shown the truth is being shown literally you <laughs> the truth about where your money is going where your investments are going, what your work opportunities have entailed for you. This upcoming year is a very um, work and home related year for you guys. So I want y'all to know that y'all are going to be talking with your ancestors. You're going to be talking with your spirit. You're going to be talking with your DNA. Okay, like I'm seeing a lot of DNA. I'm seeing um, communicating peace in all aspects to you and communicating peace uh, within yourself, like looking into your roots and seeing what is going to keep you grounded in a time of uncertainty and a time of success as well. But I see you being a guided light, Scorpio. You are a guiding light for a lot of people. And <clears throat> your return, your solar return, this, this upcoming solar return is definitely going to get you in a grounded position. If you feel like things have been really flighty for you lately or really complex, like really intense, everything is going to come to the surface. Some of y'all have some, I hate to say secrets because everybody puts secrets with Scorpio and that's true. They do be having the secrets, but I feel like just the truth is going to be revealed. And it's, I don't feel like some of you are necessarily just holding in secrets, but maybe you weren't being honest with yourself. So that's really um, what it feels like. Some of, 
some of your ventures are going to come to a close so that you can bring balance to your to your home life and also to spend more time with your family as well. So definitely uh, a busy upcoming year, but a place for you to also create rest. Okay, some of y'all are going to be excelling in your careers and you need to know how to create rest. You need to know how to create balance because if not, you're going to be setting yourself up for something not so nice. Okay, so I love you guys. The divine loves you, Scorpio. (laughs) I hope you have a wonderful solar return. Thank you so much for tuning in with that. Now, uh, our next episode, we don't have the Zodiac, but the one after that, we're going to be going into the Sag reading. So in, in, in a month, you Sages, you wonderful Sag you, y'all will be getting y'all's reading. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is our thing for the week. That is it. That is it. Listen, y'all. <clears throat> Woo. Mm. Y'all, mm. it's been good. It's been good. So I did want to do a little segment where we're talking about uh, some of the questions that were asked. And I did want to talk about one that was really standing out to me and something that I wanted to answer for you guys as well, since we were just talking about Scorpio and career and working towards things that don't really uh, feel rewarding to us anymore. So this uh, anonymous person is asking, what do I do if my spirit is telling me that I would work better in one profession that I have a little bit of interest in, but um, I'm really passionate about so she was saying the uh, the medical field is where spirit is taking her and she's more passionate about children. And uh, so the law, the law and children is what she was going for. And, you know, I, I really took a step back to think about that because it's so often where we're like passionate about multiple things and we're always told to like choose one thing to grow up and do. Um, and I wanted to talk about this because there were so many times in my life where I was told like, oh, you should have a plan B or that, you know, you being an entrepreneur is not going to work. Like I've been told that since I was 16, (laughs) since I had dreams of being an entrepreneur. Um, and so I wanted to talk about that because there were so many times where I, you know, I was being drawn or I was passionate to one place. And now that I look back at it, health and medical were definitely a part of what was, you know, I could feel myself going into those areas. But at that certain time and place, I was not ready to explore that. And so I say all this to say that I was in entertainment and radio and all of these music you know like I was in the entertainment industry so heavy for seven years y'all I thought that I was literally going to be the top radio host for the rest of my life I did not think that I was going to be uh, helping anybody in their spiritual journey I did not see medical or being a doctor as an option for me and literally I had an awakening and spirit came to me after everything had collapsed with my first vision, spirit had 
came back a year later and put me on this path that I'm currently on. And sometimes we are drawn to certain passions and to do certain things for that time frame. And you don't have to worry about if that was beneficial to you or not, because anything that you pursue for yourself is going to be beneficial. Anything that you're passionate about pursuing that you want to pursue, it's going to be beneficial to you, even if you don't utilize that for later on. Y'all, I have a degree in entertainment business. Okay, like, yeah, it's a business degree, but it's entertainment business. Okay, a lot of my classes are not transferable if I wanted to get my master's or do certain things. And that's basically what happened because I'm about to be on a medical journey. So a lot of my courses did, will not transfer. And that's okay because spirit clearly had me go on that path for a reason. That path was very valuable to me. It's valuable to me now. Y'all see me comfortable on a podcast right now, clearly. I mean, it ain't the most professional podcast because that's not how I want to do it. But you know, like my, my connections to the entertainment industry, my, the people I've met through all of that, that whole phase of my life was relevant, you know? And so I say all this to say that every phase you're in is relevant. Everything that you want to accomplish is relevant. If you want to be an award-winning actor, a world-winning actor, award-winning actor around the world, but you also want to be an artist and paint and draw, or you also want to be an accountant, then fucking go do that. Like, you don't have to do it all at once, clearly, you know, but create a game plan. I would create a game plan of what you want to do in between times, you know, and whenever you feel the draw to medical, this is for our person who submitted, whenever you feel the draw to go to medical, it's going to be time for you. But don't make that decision without, you know, exploring some of those things first. Maybe you want to, like, do some free online classes. And trust me, they got it everywhere. I think Yale or Harvard, they had some uh, some free classes that you could get certifi- certified for if you wanted to pay for the certification. But the, the classes themselves were actually free. And they had a plethora of, you know, topics that you could do, especially medical. So, you know, I would really just recommend trying out some things that you might enjoy or things that sound like you might be passionate about it in medical if you want to go that route. But if you're not feeling drawn to do that right now, that's okay too. Like you absolutely don't have to make any choices right now. And the real big thing to remember is that it's your life and that spirit is guiding you in that direction for a reason. And so don't be afraid of something new. Like, don't be afraid to take hold of a new opportunity or a new career field or a new anything because we all start out being beginners. <laughs> like, you all, we all start out being beginners. I was just having this conversation about learning music because I can't play instruments, but I want to play instruments. And I was just having this conversation about how important it is to not be afraid or intimidated, <laughs> to be confident in myself and knowing that I still have time to grow and it's okay for me to learn something new and not be the best at it. Okay, so I hope that that was helpful for you, love. Thank you so much for submitting. Peace and blessings, my loves. You're tuned in to the Living in Spirit podcast with your girls and spirit. 
Thank you guys for tuning in as always. I'm so, so grateful. We've had a wonderful lineup and it's only getting better for 2021. So if you are interested in being a part of our podcast, whether that be as a guest or if you want your story told or if you would like some advice on a situation you got going on, just go ahead and shoot us an email at souldriveglobal at gmail.com. That's how you can secure your spot here for next year. So I'm looking forward to next year. It's a lot of plans in the works. Um, and speaking of next year, like I said last podcast, man, like the year is going by so fast. It doesn't even feel like 2021. I mean, 2020. 2021. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it doesn't feel like 2020 should be over yet, but... Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot of things have happened this year and this year has went by really fast. So, um, thankfully it was a good year for me. I'm blessed. I'm sending love to, to everyone who this year was very hard to, or, you know, had some difficult times, some challenging times. I send you my love. I just want you to know that right here, right now, as you're listening to living in spirit, I want you to just take a deep breath, just Breathe all the way in and slowly release. I want you to focus your attention to right here, right now, in the present. Look around you. Take a good look and see what reflections of yourself can you see in the world around you. Whether that be in a butterfly that's passing or looking at your inner child with the little girl walking down the street. Maybe it's too cold where you at, so you watching people on TV. <laughs> Either way it goes, um, I pray that you are filling yourself with tons of love and attention and joy and passion and doing things that really get your fire going every single day. So, yeah, I wanted to let you guys know it's okay to be in the moment. I know this year has gone by quickly. Some has been better for others. Regardless of how this year went for you, you are in the right here right now and you are the one that can harness this energy right now to create something amazing for your future. So we do have an amazing guest today. Today, today, today. And she is one of my favorite people. She's amazing, brilliant, magnificent. Mm. She is the wonderful Maya. And I'm going to let you guys speak to her. What's up, Maya? Peace and blessings, my loves. It's your girl, Zane Spirit. You are now tuned in to Living in Spirit podcast. This is our last show of the year. Oh, my gosh. It feels real crazy to me. And let me tell you why. Because a year ago... Around this time, maybe it was the beginning of December, I woke up one day and I said, I'm just going to go ahead and do the podcast. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Um, and I did radio. I did online podcasting for quite some time, probably about five out of the seven years that I was uh, working on an entertainment business and entertainment and philanthropy business. And I started podcasting and uh, internet radio on Blog Talk Radio back in 20, 
2011. <laughs> and I did that for quite some time. And, you know, I was there during some of the start of internet radio. And once I put radio down, I didn't think that I was ever going to come back to it, guys. Like, I really didn't. I thought that I was putting that away for, for good for me. And maybe not for good, but I didn't think that I was going to come back. And I didn't know how I was going to come back with it. So I shelved it for a little bit. And I said, Spirit, just guide me where I need to go with that. And then I, it had been on my mind last year. I had been getting some signs to start the podcast. And I didn't know what I wanted to do with this, you know, and now that it's been a year and things have come around full circle, I can honestly tell you, I have so many big ideas for Living in Spirit podcast and the support this year has been amazing. You know, like I can't thank you guys enough. Like I'm thanking you with everything in me right now. Thank you so much for listening Thank you for sharing the podcast. Thank you for spreading the word, for your words of encouragement, for your interaction. Um, I really want to bring this podcast to life even more. And um, I'm super excited to do it. I, I just feel like there's a lot of change that's about to take place in 2021. I'm ready to be dropping the gems along the way, just like I have been. And also definitely looking forward to some more guests. And that just leads me to all of the way that this whole year transpired. <laughs> it's truly, I'm just sitting here in amazement. And I say that because when the pandemic dropped or right before the pandemic dropped, I felt a shift coming. So I had only released, you know, like maybe seven podcasts, six or seven at that point. And then I shelved this podcast until July. I think it was July that I came back. And, like, we're at 20 episodes, over 20 episodes. Like, that's amazing to me. Like, thank you guys for being here with me and picking right back up where we left off and looking at this podcast with some fresh eyes. Because I, like, Spirit knew that I needed some fresh eyes uh, once the pandemic hit. And I needed to reevaluate where I was going with this. And was this what I was supposed to be doing? You know, just like I feel like everybody had a reevaluation moment. Uh, or maybe this was your reevaluation year. But regardless of what it was, um, thank you guys for being here through the journey with me. Because... <laughs> Y'all really motivated and pushed me through to, like, continue this. Even when I had that reevaluation re moment, you guys were still going back and listening to the old episodes. You guys were still commenting on them and giving me topics and ideas. And I'm so excited to still incorporate you guys' ideas into the upcoming podcast. It truly is. It's been a wonderful turn of events. And I'm so blessed and grateful for it. Um, one thing that I must say during this show right here <laughs> is how blessed I really feel to have the amazing guests that I had on this show this year. And I know all of them so like so intimately, so personally. 
and maybe not like on a crazy personal level for each and every one of my guests, but I have a special connection with each guest that I had on this show, like whether spirit, you know, brought us together in some unique way for us to work, you know, with each other or to just share each other's presence and say have inspiration with each other, like, wow, like these connections have been so pivotal to me this year, and I'm so grateful that I got a chance to share those with you guys, um, between Ivy and Azani and Dre and um, Maya, Jed Nico, I mean, like, we really just had some amazing guests, and I don't even feel like that's all of my guests, Um, but all of those shows were important, and I'm just not going to go through and name all of them, but we talked about so many different topics, we shed so much light and perspective, and I just feel so, so grateful, I mean, truly, I feel like I was able to expand myself as well during this time, and even me showing up on, um, on other platforms as well, like, just the connections, this whole year has been about establishing the tribe, getting the tribe on one, one page, and that's really where I feel like I'm at in my life, and some of you may be cleaning out, you know, your life at this time to make room for your tribe, or your tribe may already be present, you know, who knows, whatever part of your journey that you're on, um, in this space and time, like, know that each each pl- each position that you're at is valuable, every single one of them. And I can honestly say that I went through a time of such turbulence and heartache and pain when it came to connections, when it came to mirrors in people that I was choosing to get close like to be close to and the people I was choosing to be in my space, they were very much so reflections of the pain that I had not dealt with in myself at one point. And so to be able to look at my reflections now, to look at how different my life is between now and two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, like I was so used and abused and I allowed it to happen. I was boundaryless. I had no boundaries at one point, you know, especially at the start of my spiritual journey, at the start of realizing, like, I have abilities and a purpose that is greater than what I know. At the start of that, people could see my potential. They could see my light, the light that I didn't see. And they took advantage of that because I allowed them to. And I attracted those types of people in my life because I always felt like I needed to have something that someone else had or I needed the attention of someone else or the validation of someone else in order to make my purpose worthwhile. And coming into myself, looking within, really shed the light on like, I have it all within myself. And the the people, when I pour within, when I pour in my cup, the people around me are going to show up my tribe is going to show up and they're going to already have poured into their cups and we're just going to be overflowing with all of this abundance, joy and love, this wealth and prosperity, this energy that is just grounded and it's just something about us. It's that it's that cosmic connection 
that we all really ask for, but we don't necessarily know how to approach. And oftentimes I realized that at the start of me attracting better people into my life, I didn't know how to treat them. And that's why that self-discovery was so important. That's why it was so important for me to look within and see where I could be better to myself and to also put that treatment of my of myself outwards. You know, I want to treat other people how I treat myself with kindness, with room to grow, with love, with no expectations, just allowing life to flow, just surrendering to the flow and wherever that flow is meant to go. I'm gonna let it I'm gonna let it ride and when the energy doesn't when the energy doesn't reside you know then that's when we gotta let it go <laughs> when the money reside when the money reside you know like that's how it feels like where the homies reside where the homies reside like that's how I be feeling it's like the tribe ooh you know like <sighs> my tribe is is growing and flourishing at this point in my life and I never realized like three years ago you could not tell me that I was deserving of this space that I'm in four years ago you could not tell me I knew that I deserved better but I had I at the same time I was filled with so much guilt so much shame for living in survival mode for not choosing my purpose, knowing that I could be better, but choosing not to be better, choosing not to love myself. Those moments were so crucial to me because I felt like I was literally losing it at so many points. And just turning at every corner, there was deceit and heartbreak for all of the people in my life. And spirit had to remove those people and to remind me that everybody is on their own journey And so I don't need to hold any malice for those people, but I do need to forgive myself most importantly and to move on and to and to open up space in my heart, room in my heart to give and receive that reciprocity. And that's what I want to talk about today. Like reciprocity is so key. If you're not being reciprocated, then you are in the wrong space or you need to make that space yours. By placing those that energy of of reciprocity, and I've had a lot of moments in my friendships where I realized that I would just give so much, and I would feel so sorry and apologetic if I wasn't what somebody else wanted me to be. And I've had moments even in my evolution where someone else's feelings would turn me to a place of shame within myself. And I had to realize that if I want someone to honor my feelings and to honor this and to just hold space for me in in my connections, I need to also hold space for other people without taking it personal, without without feeling like everything is an attack on me and that's really guys that's totally coming out of a a a mindset of survival mode because survival mode really has you thinking that everybody is out to get you and everybody's personal feelings are an attack and that's not really true at all that's not true at all sometimes people are just feeling some type of way and now if they start blaming those feelings on you then 
you know, but it's common for people to blame things on other people. I I saw myself just earlier saying, like, was this the cause of something else? And I had to look within and say, no, like, I am, I, I'm the one that dictates this. I'm the one that has, that puts the show on the road. I'm the one that shifts and shakes and moves this energy with every step that I take, with every word that I speak, with every thought that I think. I'm literally the embodiment of my life in this vessel and everything that I create in this reality is a reflection of, of me and what, and what I'm putting out there and what I am creating consciously and subconsciously. And so this energy exchange that I have in this life, I have to take responsible responsibility. I have to take responsibility for me. And I realized so much in these past few years how important reciprocity is and if I am not, I'm always going to give my standard of what I feel is right. And if spirit puts it on my heart to do something, I'm going to do it. No questions asked. And I'm not looking for something in return. But in order to be like, ultimately, we can't, we can't control other people we can't tell them how to feel or how to move or how to be friends to us really all we can do is realign and what I noticed about reciprocity is that we can bring it to people's attention on how to honor our space and how to honor our connection and our friendships and our relationships but if that person is not willing to honor and respect you in that space all you can do is realign. All you can do is take yourself out of that situation or give less in that situation based on what is what is the energy exchange of this time. And what I've been telling a lot of people in these readings lately is that it's never too late to reevaluate your friendships. It's never too late to reevaluate your friendships. It's never too late to reevaluate your connections, your how close you are with your family. You know, the the things that you immediately believe without researching or looking deeper into or without seeing how you really feel about something. You know, like intuition checks are so crucial. And this year, I have been re- receiving so much reciprocity. I've been receiving, I've been on that receiving end. And I was last year too, but this year I... It's so abundant and it feels so different. And if you would have asked me three years ago, if I would have been in this space right now, I would have said, I can only hope. (laughs) I can only hope. And then early 2018, I lit my candle for me. I lit my self-love candle. I brought all, I brought reciprocity. I revived that in, in myself and in my relationships. And so... But most importantly, the most important connection that I need to be reciprocating is the one with my spirits. I had to realize that that was the first connection, the connection with me, because I am my spirits. But the connection with me and my connection with the spirit realm, my spirituality, my practice, that's what I had to understand. Reciprocity is so key there. 
And at first I didn't get that. Five, five, six years ago, when I first started doing candle magic, when I first started reading cards, when I first was starting to understand exchange and myself and just like what spirituality meant to me, it was, uh, it was quite a few times where I missed that, where I was asking for things, but I wasn't willing to give. I wasn't willing to show up when spirit asked me. I wasn't willing to reciprocate spirit in that way and that was a major lesson for me and when I learned it with myself when I had to reciprocate the things that I was asking for from myself when I had to do that with my practice it really changed the way that I treated my relationships on every level because as you can see the relationships are trickled down they're not even the first thing those relationships are a reflection of how you handle yourself, how you care for yourself and your spiritual well-being, your mind, body, and spirit, your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Those things always come first. And that was really the key to what opened me up to such a joyous place in my friendships and in calling forth my tribe. And I'm still calling forth my tribe. I still feel it. I still feel changes happening in my circle and things and the people I'm around growing and exceeding past any limitations that we ever thought were were, were there. Like the there is no limits. No limits, baby. Okay, like that's really how we feeling. And I'm realizing the more that I just surrender to my spirit, there are no limits. There are no expectations. There aren't there's only the surrendering to my highest good, the surrendering to my highest potential. And in doing so, I'm also surrendering to the flow of realignment. Realignment in anyone's life that is no longer serving the highest good, when it's no longer resonating with me. That's that's surrender that surrendering to realignment is crucial. Okay, like it's tough at first because you want to your ego tries to make a lot of <laughs> a lot of conversation, a lot of talking smack about how you may need or want this in this relationship and how this is beneficial to you for right now. And, you know, you're just doing it for now or you think that they'll change or whatever the case may be. Hold on, baby. We're not waiting for nobody to change. The only person that we can trust to change is ourselves. And yes, people are going to change, but not on your time. So just throw that whole thing out the window. Throw those thoughts out the window. Like reaffirm to yourself that you're the one in control and you are the only one that can realign yourself. And you don't have to wait. You know, sometimes spirit will tell us to wait for, for a situation to settle so that we're not moving too prematurely. You know, so there is some maturity that comes with that, some discernment that comes with that. But when you are in meditation and you're tapping into yourself, like, you're able to see past a lot of these things. And so I want you all to know that, like, if you are at a point where you're not, you you realize that your tribe is evolving, you realize that your tribe is evolving, that you are evolving, that you need to realign this is your message before 2021, like, and even if you listen to this as we go into 2021, know that realignment is okay at any stage and any point in your life, 
And you can constantly do that because you're constantly changing. And this is the time to be gentle and easy on yourself. Utilize your discernment as a tool for your self-love. In order for you to make choices that are loving to, to your, towards yourself, you need discernment. And that comes from experience, too. It comes from experience in learning those red flags and reflection, you know. But it also comes from spirit's wisdom. Seeing things from a bird's eye view perspective that you may not have got while you were in the midst of the situation. That's why meditation and taking yourself out of a situation before you make a decision is so key. That's looking at everything for what it is so that you can make the best possible movement that's going to be in alignment with your highest good. It took me so long to learn that. Like, it took me years to understand this concept. And as I say it aloud, like, sometimes it, it may feel really simple. And ultimately, it is. Like, when I broke it down to myself like that, when Spirit gave me this download, it was like, oh, <laughs> that's that's really what I have to do. But, you know, sometimes we get caught up in the energy. We get swept away by the energy of what we are involved in, our emotions, the things that drive us, the driving forces, our motivations. And this is where I ask myself, like, am I self-motivated or am I motivated by others or am I spirit motivated? Um, and, well, ego motivated, self-motivated, is spirit motivated. But, you know, like, what are my motivations? And that normally allows me to let me see things a little bit clearer and why I may be partial to one decision over the other, even if it's not in my highest good. But it took me so long to figure that out. And I hope that that, that gem, like, helps somebody in a situation because, <laughs> woo, like, you know, I'm so glad that I went through all the things that I did. But the first few years of my journey were really rough. And I battled a lot of of battles in my spiritual journey. And it has brought me to where I am now, so I'm so grateful for it. But if I can help somebody along the way, like, please take the gems, ask questions, you know, sit with yourself longer about a decision if you're weary about it or if you don't know what decision to make. Sometimes that means that you need to ponder on it a little bit longer so that things can become clearer to you before making some type of decision or before easily accepting someone back into your life or before settling on a job or pay that that doesn't sit right with you or staying in a relationship that's no longer, you know, satisfying you or complimenting the way that you live your life. There's lots of reasons of why we disconnect from things and why we connect with others. So take a look at your motivation. See what is fueling you. See if it's from a place of spirit. Like, that really helped me along the way. It helped me to see clearly, like, when something was fogging my brain, when something was clouding me, I had to grab a hold of my power. I had to call my power. I had to step away from the situation. I had to clear my mind. I had to incorporate discipline in my everyday life in order to overcome that fogginess that I had in those decisions. And sometimes that fogginess is other people's energy. Sometimes that fogginess is other people's opinions. Sometimes that fogginess is what we 
like what our ego tells us is needed for the situation and it may not even be that complex. Um, a lot of the times we just need to reevaluate where we stand and that realignment, surrendering to realignment. That's what I'm going to call this episode, surrendering to realignment. And I, I hope that we are all going, I'm not even hoping, I know that we're all going into this space of surrendering to realignment. We're all coming into this space of growth, joy, positivity. You know, there will be some ups and downs, but we're able to see the beauty in life. We're able, we're able to see the joy in life. We're able to see that every quote-unquote good or bad is a part of a perspective and that we can really shift it however we wish. I don't have much for you guys this episode since it is our last, but I did want to say thank you to my subscribers for an amazing subscriber-only restock. Um, That was last weekend. We did amazing. It was awesome. So, so grateful for that. And then on December 31st, we have the public restock, so you guys don't forget December 31st, the restock items, everything on the site will be available to everybody so of course it's sponsored by souldriveglobal.com so go check out souldriveglobal.com december 31st also subscribe to the newsletter i'm going to send out a a little burst email as well if you did miss it the first time or if you're a new subscriber and so definitely get in on that um i am so looking forward to next year guys So looking forward to next year. Leave me a comment or message me. Let me know what you're looking forward to for next year. Uh, let me know if any topics that you'd like to contribute to for next year. Guests, people you'd like to see on the show. Um, if you would like to be featured on the show and you have a brand or something that you're doing and you'd like to have some discussion with me, go ahead and email us at souldriveglobal at gmail.com. And make sure you put a podcast submission in the subject line. Make sure you also include your bio, your website, your links, things like that. Because if you just send us an email saying, hey, I want to be on the podcast, I don't know what that means. So please state your intention. Um, Please let me know what your your business is. (laughs) So we can just be clear and concise. But I love you guys. The divine loves you. I am looking forward to 2021. Um, And of course, my readings or bookings are open for 2021. So go ahead and start booking up between your Reiki, your channeling. Oh, by the way, guys, I am now a certified Reiki master, Reiki master teacher. I got certified uh, on the 21st of December. So it was definitely an amazing energy it was impromptu. It wasn't even scheduled to happen like that. Um, so I'm super blessed, super grateful that one of my goals for 2020 was accomplished. And um, yeah, it was it was beautiful. So I'm so grateful for that. I had to let you guys know that you are now getting Reiki from a Reiki master. Definitely celebrating my accomplishments on that. Um, I've been practicing Reiki for over a year now, so... It it definitely feels beautiful. But I love you guys. The divine loves you. Make sure you're booking me up for your sessions and uh, letting me know what podcast topics and things that you want to see from Soul Drive Global in the next year. 
I will see you guys next time. It's your girl Zane Spirit. Peace and blessings, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living in Spirit podcast. Peace and blessings, everybody. It's your girl Zane Spirit. You're now tuned in to the Living in Spirit podcast. For this episode of this wonderful, wonderful Saturday, we have a amazing topic as always but we also have a really amazing and beautiful guest we're gonna go ahead and bring her on her name is jazz of course also known as the intuitive butte jazz how are you doing today 